Hello, everyone, and thank you for getting down on the V Down. I am your host, Michael V, and today we are talking about wrestling as we gear up for the road to WrestleMania, which is just 12 days away. But before we do that, we're also going to talk about a little DDP Yoga and the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. If you are wanting to own your life and need to take charge, boost your fitness level and your overall health, and you want to get do DDP yoga but don't have quite the financial means, go to focusforwardyoga.com today and contact them about learning how you can start owning your life and how they can help you get DDP yoga. Also, if you're wanting to donate to DDP Yoga Hardship Fund, also go to focusforwardyoga.com and you can donate directly there. Another way you can donate to the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund is to go to our website at www.vnown.com com and go to our products page where 75% of the net proceeds of our products will go to the DDP Yoga Hardship Fund. Now, like I said, we're on the road to WrestleMania. First thing I want to talk about today is probably one of the most obvious things that people may or may not be talking about for WrestleMania, but it's the main event. Uh, it's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I actually predicted this to happen even before Roman Reigns went out with his hernia surgery for a few months. Uh, I mean, it just seemed like what they were gearing up to do at that time. Uh, you know, there's a few people I've told he's going to win the Royal Rumble and he's going to go on to WrestleMania against, and will be against Brock Lesnar. Nobody's going to take the belt off him. Uh, you know, at that time, my prediction was that they were going to use that stage to help springboard Roman Reigns as basically the next guy. Uh, he's got the look. His in-ring wrestling's pretty decent. I, you know, a lot of people say he's horrible on the mic. He's not horrible, but he's, I mean. Compared to the likes of Stone Cold, Steve Austin, uh, The Rock, he does have some improvement to do there, and I think he will in time. I do, and I think he will be, you know, eventually that main event status. I don't know if he's there yet. I would have to say his former members of the Shield are closer to being ready for that level. Uh, one time I was listening to JR's podcast, uh, if you haven't, go to that, it's on Podcast One, and he was talking about The Shield, uh, and this is when The Shield was still together, and he said, Dean Ambrose probably has the most staying power and longevity out of the three, and at the time, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't think his role in the shield was that great. Uh, I just didn't uh, really care for it. I mean, in-ring was good, but the personality, eh. You know, I wasn't that entertained by him, but since the shield broke up, uh, what he has done since then is awesome. Uh, highly impressed me, and I finally see what Jim Ross was talking about on there. So, 
And I really he's gonna be in the latter match of the Intercontinental Belt. I'd like him see him win that. I would say he is more ready right now than Roman Reigns is to be in Roman Reigns' spot. Uh speaking of the latter match, uh I think it's probably going to be the best match at WrestleMania. Uh it's probably got the best of the WWE's current in-ring talent available in that match. Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryant, Cody Rhodes, I'm sorry, Stardust, which is something else entirely. That would be good if he was still good with Goldust and they were just a badass tag team. Uh, Otherwise, uh, him by himself, I think, is just fucking stupid. Hey, like I said, this show's going to be unleashed. It's in the show description. It's going to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin Thursday edition. Unleashed! Except we're not having two shows a week. We're just having one. So enough about that bullshit. Uh, Yeah, can't get behind Stardust character now that him and Goldust are separated. Uh, Prediction for the match, uh, I'm going to say will probably be... Uh, it's hard. It's hard with what they have because cause they could go so many different ways. But I think I think they'll put the Intercontinental Belt on Daniel Bryan. I think uh, it's a move to try to appease the fans uh, for not putting him in the title match. Um, so I think that's what they're going to do there. Uh, now, from our, I forgot to, you know, got off track and forgot to make my prediction for the main event. Uh, that is a hard one to say. Um, when I first made per- my prediction that this was going to be the main event and was right, obviously it is. My thought was, I said before they're going to use this platform, this stage to launch Roman Reigns. Uh, you know, he's the only one that could beat the Beast. And I'm not so sure about that now. With some of the backlash they have gotten, because Roman Reigns really, I mean, he will he will be good enough to be the guy eventually, given time and experience. Uh, right now, he's not. It, Right now, they're just pushing Roman Reigns down everybody's throat, and I think the reaction has been fairly visceral from the WWE fan base. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how they go. Will they, you know, put Reigns over uh, the top and have him beat the Beast, or uh, will Brock Lesnar? beat Roman Reigns that, you know, so they can work a different angle. Uh, so, I will put my best guess out there that Brock Lesnar will win. There'll be some sort of a dirty finish. Either it'll be a cheat or he will lose, but it'll be by DQ or count out so he won't lose the title. 
Uh, to me, I mean, it's kind of a bad way to do the main event of your premier show of the year. But, I mean, you never know. I, last year, you couldn't have told me that Brock Lesnar was going to beat The Undertaker. Uh, I mean, it was an attention getter. WWE got a lot of publicity out of it. I mean, normally, you know, I think ESPN covered it, different, you know, CBS, NBC News. I, I think places like that were talking about it. So, I mean, it was good publicity, but as far as good for the sport, or I'm sorry, the business, I don't know if it was what was best for business. I personally think that the Undertaker's streak should have stayed intact. Um, I don't. I mean, if he's going to be in WrestleManias, I, I think he should have stayed undefeated in WrestleManias. And I think his time for being in WrestleMania should be coming to a close uh, just for his own health reasons, but that's a decision he has to make for himself. But I think it should have stayed intact. That way, you know, it was something for future stars to shoot for and try to surpass. Uh, Now, having that many, you know, being, you know, if they would have kept it intact, would have been 21 victories. And with him going into this year with Bray Wyatt, uh, more likely 22, uh, you know, I I think that would have been something to, you know, use with different superstars throughout the coming years uh, to say see who is going to beat the streak since nobody would have broken it. But now I guess they could still kind of do that, but who can... And it will be who can beat the streak, who can surpass 20 straight WrestleMania victories without loss. So I guess they could still do that, but I think it just wouldn't have been better if The Undertaker would have never lost. Uh, or they could do some sort of a comedy shtick with it, like they did with Santino Morella and the Honky Tonk Meter, where he was going to break the Honky Tonks. Honky Tonk Man's uh, record as Intercontinental Champion. Uh, It was pretty funny and humorous. I mean, so many options they could have done with it had they left it intact, but they didn't. I was shocked. I was speechless just like the crowd. I have never seen a wrestling crowd a WWE wrestling crowd, either in person or on television, they just went dead silent after a match. And that's what happened. And you watch it, yeah, I'm sure there was some noise, but compared to any other televised match, that was dead silence. Because surreal. I mean, everybody expected the streak to stay intact, but it didn't. And we move on. And now Bray Wyatt has called out The Undertaker. Now, the rumor has been that they're going to keep The Undertaker off camera until WrestleMania. 
And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the pictures I've gotten out that, uh, you know, he doesn't look so great. Uh, I'm not sure how old he is, but, you know, he's been doing, he's been wrestling for probably close to 30 years now. He's definitely, if not in his 50s, certainly pushing it. And uh, so, I mean, that takes a toll on you. And which is also why he's only doing it once a year. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, I mean, how he looks when he comes out, how he is able to perform in the ring. And uh, as you know, H could be taking a soul, so hopefully, if it is, uh, he's getting him some DDP yoga and owning his life. I mean, look what it did for Shawn Michaels. After all his back stuff, he started doing DDP yoga. He came back better than ever. Uh, Chris Jericho, I mean, list goes on and on of guys who've done DDP yoga and are kicking it. Now we got a caller on the line, so we'll welcome the caller. Hello, thank you for getting down on the V down. Who am I talking to? This is Audrey with Team DDP Yoga. How you doing? Hey, Audrey, how you doing? Also one I'm of our great. former guests on here. So That's you're right. getting ready. You're getting ready to not watch WrestleMania. You're getting ready to go to WrestleMania. You're damn right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Now, which of the matches are you looking forward to uh, see, or seeing the most? You know, I just got home from work right now, and you, I heard you talking about The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt showdown, and that's definitely the one that I'm looking forward to. Probably not the most, but definitely looking forward to it. I would say the most would be the Intercontinental Championship match. That's going to be a ladder match at WrestleMania. That's going right. to be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and I definitely think it'll probably be the most popular, and I think most people will be looking forward to that just because of the competitors that will be involved in. I mean, it's basically the, their collection of their best in-ring talent, I think. Exactly, yeah. So are you uh, taking off that whole week so you can experience the whole WrestleMania week or just a few days? I will be heading out of here on the 27th, so that way I can make access in NXT Live that night. So I'll only be partaking in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But, you know, access only starts on Thursday, so I don't think I'm going to be missing a whole lot. Right. And then are you going to the Hall of Fame ceremony, too? I will not be going to the Hall of Fame, actually. I wanted to do access that night, so I'm going to do access. Hopefully it will be less crowded, uh, since everybody might be at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Okay, so uh, any other thoughts as far as wrestling and WrestleMania that you have for us? Um, well, I definitely, I, I feel like there's a little bit of frustration about Daniel Bryan not being in the title picture at this WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the WWE title, I mean, I feel like there's, at least from what I've seen on the internet, you know, internet wrestling community, you know, has their own fickle ways of doing things, but... <laughs> right. Um I feel like there's some frustration that Daniel Bryan is not in the title picture, but I've always felt that the Intercontinental Championship uh, is a better fit for him because it is a, uh, a workhorse title. And anybody that can bring it back to the to the way it used to be, I believe it could be Daniel Bryan. So I'm perfectly happy with where he's at. 
like you said, though, there's a lot of great talent in that group that's going to be in that match. So there's plenty of them who could be, you know, the guy to bring it back to what it was or to make it the workhorse title that it, it used to be. And, you know, I think the match is going to steal the show. So I'm perfectly happy with Daniel Bryan right where he is this WrestleMania. Yeah, and I definitely think, uh, I mean, I'm a Dolph Ziggler guy, so I'd like to see him win it, and I'm kind of partial to Dean Ambrose. But I think uh, Daniel Bryant might have the best chance of uh, leading, winning after winning that, leading it into a more meaningful rivalry than maybe some of the, some of the others. And really, it's rivalries that make a title. Uh, right, exactly. And I think the uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I feel like uh, I'm a big Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose fan as well. Don't get me wrong, but like you said, I feel like the rivalry between whether it's Daniel Bryan and Dean Ambrose or Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, or you know, let's say Dolph Ziggler or Dean Ambrose wins, you know, and then they go up against Daniel Bryan. I think either scenario would be great for the title. It would be it would create a lot of buzz about those rivalries. Now, what's your thoughts on uh, the main event? The main event, well, at, at first, I got to be honest, at first I was like, well, I don't know, let's see how this goes. I wasn't excited. I just wanted to see where it was going to go. But I think Paul Heyman has taken this and just skyrocketed it to another level. I don't think Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar could have done that on their own. I no. think uh, who created a lot of the interest was, in fact, Paul Heyman. I mean, he's he just gets out there and he's so explosive and just draws you in to the story, so... I, I'm more excited about it than I was, for sure. When he first won Royal Rumble, I was like, oh, it's true. It's going to happen, but I don't know yeah. how it's going to go. So. Yeah, there's uh, definitely several ways they can go with it, uh, especially, I think, with some of the you know fan disappointment with Daniel Bryan uh, and Roman Reigns being pretty much pushed down people's throats right now that, you know, they could go many ways you know, make Roman Reigns lose or by put him over and have him be the guy that beats Brock. Right. Well, and, and also, too, I feel like they, they executed this correctly at Fastlane. Everybody thought they were trying to, you know, backtrack a little bit and trying to make it so Daniel Bryan's in the main event. I didn't think that, really. I thought that was a way for them to, you know, include Roman Reigns in the in the main event, but almost give it, like, Okay, Daniel Bryan is is allowing him to do this, or he's permitting him to do this. You know, kind of like passing right. it off to him. You know, that Daniel Bryan is okay with this. So at least he, you know, he may not be, but to the fans, it could be perceived that way. Yeah, and another match we haven't talked about yet, or I should say I haven't, uh, is the John Cena and Rusev match. Uh-huh. Uh, n- now, myself, I'm not too excited about it. Uh, and the U.S. belt being involved, I'm, you know, couldn't really care because to me, it, the U.S. title should just go away. Uh, I would like personally mm-hmm. the Intercontinental belt to be the only, you know, mid-level belt, and I think that would also help bring more meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. this was more of a match just to uh, get John Cena on and uh, maybe even help put Rusev over more. Right, right. And I do feel like I, I've, the whole thing, you, you remember WrestleMania 13 with Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin when Stone Cold Steve Austin passed out in a pool of his own blood and he never quit. Right. You know, that whole thing was very powerful. But I feel that they've overdone it with the Rusev storyline. Yes. 
because now there's, what, two or three guys who have done the same exact thing, passed out in that hole because they never quit. And that's more of a WrestleMania thing to me. And that's just been going on at, you know, just regular pay-per-views. Fastlane it happened at. So um, if they pull something like that, I don't know if it'll be received very well just because they've done it so many times since. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know how they're going to handle that one with wanting to uh, let Rusev go undefeated or have him beat, or, you know, have John Cena beat him. I'm not sure. So that's, that's territory that I can't say I'm completely certain or, you know, even halfway certain about. So we'll have to just see how that one goes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess the only, I think it's probably the only match I'm missing other than Andre Giant Battle Royal, which Memorial Battle Royal, which, you know, could go any which mm-hmm. direction. Uh, but the Divas Championship match, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I actually haven't heard who exactly is in it. I, I missed Raw last night, so who's in the Divas Championship match? Well, I haven't watched it myself because I have to watch it on Hulu, but I'm pretty sure it's Nikki, Bella, and AJ. Okay, oh, okay. Let me see if I can get on WWE.com while we're talking. Uh, but... Is there any bit as I go on here? I forgot about one of the most important matches. I don't know how I could have done this, but Sting and Triple H. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how I could have forgot that, but I did. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, no, they, they, I actually, I, yeah, I did see the ending of Raw last night because I saw it on my news feed that uh, Randy Orton and Sting were side by side taking on the authority. I did see that. Um, yeah, I think I think it's great how they've used Sting. They haven't had him talk a whole lot. He did talk, uh, I think, last week in that promo, and he talked right. at the very end of the show, I believe. I don't know if it's after they went on off air or what, but I know he talked. But he not very much, and I think they're using him, you know, amazingly. And back to what you said about the Undertaker not showing up till WrestleMania, that adds to the whole, you know, will he show up or not? So the way that right. they're using those two figures, I feel like it's 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 perfect going into this WrestleMania. And uh, I'm guessing they, I'm going to guess because like I said, I haven't watched Raw yet either. Uh, but if there is a Randy Orton versus uh, Seth Rollins, how do you see that coming out? I think. Um, I think that's that. Hopefully, at least is what I'm hoping. Uh, passing the torch to Seth Rollins, because Seth Rollins is a talented in-ring guy. Just because you can't, you know, stand his complaining and his character, and I, I, I wish he wasn't hiding behind so much. Um, right. But he's an extremely talented guy. Every bump I've seen him take is something that I haven't seen other people be willing to take. Kind of like Edge. Edge was that way too. Um, yeah, and that was fitting when Edge passed the torch to him when he gave him a curb stomp on Raw and all that, or tried to give him a curb stomp on Raw. Right. And that whole thing was done really nicely. And I just think Seth Rollins is, is uh, underrated because of his character. Now, uh, we've so far talked about all three members of the Shield, or mm-hmm. of the former Shield. Now, which one of them to you is your favorite or, you know, the best? Uh, my favorite would be Dean Ambrose, hands down. Um, I think that uh, he's the best talker out of all three. Um, I think his uh, promos in WWE have definitely been silly at times, but he's worked with them pretty well. 
Um, mm-hmm. Being that I know they do like to script him there at WWE, but <laughs> I mean, right. I've seen him. I've seen him talk prior to WWE, and he definitely can, you know, mix up a pretty good promo on his own. I don't know why they don't let him fly off the cuff more often, unless he does, and we just don't know it's off the cuff. But I do think that uh, I can see him. Well, he's doing he's doing good in the IC title spot right now, but I could see him eventually going up to the level that Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns are at. Of course, Seth Rollins is not in the title picture, but he is Mr. Million Bank. So right. Okay, it doesn't look like there is a D this title match. It's going to be a tag team match between the Bellas and AJ Lee and Paige. That's so, that's the one. That's the one that I was thinking of. I knew it wasn't Diva's title, but I knew there was a tag match. Uh, now, does that hold much interest for you since it's not a title match? Uh, not particularly, and it's not because it's the Divas either. It's just that that feels like a Raw match, you know, or at right. least a, a minor pay per view match. I feel like there should be more focus on the Divas title, especially with this movement that just started, the whole Give Divas a Chance thing on uh, Twitter. And then yeah. I don't know if this was actually something Vince McMahon tweeted or what, but he said I saw it online that he said, keep watching. You know, and I don't think that that goes right in line with what people were expecting. You know what I mean? Right. And I think the Divas division uh, definitely does not get uh, the credit it's due. Uh, especially some of those uh, women that are in NXT that are getting ready to come up. I think, like, the Natalia and Charlotte match, when they first went for it with the, for the D- NXT Divas champion, uh, one of the hands-down best matches I've ever seen. I think uh, the women are actually getting to be better wrestlers as opposed to eye candy. So, oh, and- yeah. That and that match was incredible. I agree with you. It was absolutely incredible. I've never seen anything like it, women or men. It was a great match. Right. Right. Uh, like, my favorite match of all time has always been Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat in WrestleMania three, and I would put uh-huh. it up there with that. If right, not yeah, I would agree a with tie, that, yeah. a clo- very, very, very close second. So, uh, I'm guessing you're excited, then. This is going to oh, be your yeah. first yeah. WrestleMania, right? Oh, yep. Yeah. This is the first one I've been to. I saw the, the first one that I saw that made me a wrestling fan was WrestleMania 10, and it was the ladder match that hooked me. So when I heard that they were having a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 31, I'm like, dude, I'm going to that. That's <laughs> just the most amazing thing you could possibly imagine when I heard that. I was so excited. Yeah, and they've certainly had some great ones. I mean, they started the money in the bank at WrestleMania, and then it became its own pay-per-view. But uh, I I kind of like having a ladder match like that, and I like having it for, you know, a title. I think that exactly, helps yeah. bring more meaning to it. And uh, I think they got the right people in there, not not just people to fill in the match, just, you know, to have them in the match. But uh, Right, yes. Yeah. Well, Audrey, you kind of an impromptu guest for us because uh, we're about out of time. <laughs> <laughs> right on. That's all right. At least you got someone who's going, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, go have fun. Uh, share your heart out and uh, soak it all in because, you know, a lot of times that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, so just soak it all in. Yeah, oh, that way you can enjoy it for the rest of us. I gotta watch it on WWE Network for only. 
999. There you go. All right. Thanks, Audrey. You have a great day. All right. You too. All right. Now is Audrey Lee, soon-to-be certified DDP yoga instructor, wrestling fan extraordinaire, going to her first WrestleMania, called in on the show to talk to us and uh, give her her opinions, what she's looking forward to. Uh, I mean, it's no matter what you think, it's still WrestleMania. It's still the biggest show of the year for the WWE and then really in wrestling. Uh, maybe not have nothing on the Super Bowl, but, you know, that is what it is. So we're about out of time for today. My wife is here looking at me, so I better get off here. No, I need to get off here anyway. Time's about to run out. But tune in next week. We have the one and only yoga doc, Dr. Craig Aaron, on the show. Uh, it's going to be a part two of our interview with him that uh, we did earlier. Uh, it's going to be live show. So if you have any questions for the yoga doc, send them to me on Facebook or Twitter, and I'll see if I can get those asked for you. Other than, have a great day, and thank you for getting down on the V now. We'll catch you later.